Welcome to the Leaders Edge podcast. I'm Sandy Laycox, Editor-in-Chief of Leaders Edge. In this episode, I talk with Todd Tams, founder of ModAdvisor, which is a broker-facing technology that's used to communicate the value of a safety program to clients with data and reporting tools. ModAdvisor just wrapped their in-person accelerator experience with BrokerTech Ventures, and we are hearing firsthand what they learned and how it will affect their business. We also talk a little workers' comp. Give it a listen. Todd, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to have you here. Sandy, thanks for having us on. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you a little bit about what we do and uh, a little bit about BrokerTech Ventures. Great. Well, let's just dive in. First of all, tell us a little bit about your company, Mod Advisor. Awesome. So thank you for that. So Mod Advisor is, we're, we're a broker-facing technology. So typically, brokers will use our software to communicate to their clients and their prospects the, the value of a safety program. So our software intakes work comp claim data, such as claims and payroll. And then we put that into a report that's easy to understand and visual, and it will identify things as loss trends and costs of each claim and what those claim impacts are on the workers' compensation premium. So brokers are going to use our software and the reporting that we have to educate their buyer on direct claim costs and they're going to spin that into, hey, here's the value of or the return on investment of a comprehensive risk management program or implementing a return to work program. So this is truly a broker facing technology that is helping them become more uh, data aware and digital aware as they interface with the client, essentially. Yeah. So I think if you're like if you're the if you approach the prospect of the client in a consultative approach and you want to educate them about hey, I noticed you have these claims. Do you know how these claims are impacting your premium? And there's a formula and an algorithm that, that uh, specific rating bureaus put that in. We visualize that and then show what the cost of that claim is going to be. And maybe that helps bend the cost curve or bend, you know, shifts the mindset of, let's make sure we're taking care of our workers so they don't get injured. Or if they are injured, how can we bring them back to work or make sure they're taken care of? and reduce those costs and use cost containment measures to, to basically lower the overall claim impact, therefore lower the impact they have on premium and keep overall costs down. So really helping that bro- the broker become more of a, that risk management con- consultant in that role. Absolutely. All right. So you just finished your, fir- your first uh, cohort in the BrokerTech Ventures Accelerator. I think it just wrapped up you know, literally a day ago. Um, so give us your immediate reactions, why you chose BTV, what you learned, maybe what you wish you learned, and then how you're changing your business model as a result of it. Oh my gosh, so many questions. There. I know, that was a lot. <laughs> um, so why did I choose BTV? Well, that's, it's actually an interesting story. Um, BTV had contacted us and said, hey, we we think we're, we might have something that would be helpful to you and your company. Apparently, we had a couple of BTV partners using our software, and um, I wasn't really familiar with BTV. And so when John reached out and said, hey, I think we should have a conversation, that, that's what ultimately drove us to join BTV and submit the paperwork and, and do the videos. Um, and after coming out of that, I, I can't express enough thankfulness to the BTV partner that reached out to John. And the fact that John reached out to us, um, and then that we made it through the entire process. I mean, it's there's a lot of people that apply to this thing, and to narrow it down and get 
get uh, to be in the selection of the cohort of 12, uh, it's very impactful. So, so we'll, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> well, so, so of my many questions um, following that, what, um, you know, what are a couple takeaways that you had that really affected the way that you were developing your product? So it, it's interesting. I walked in, I walked into the, the two days of presentations and the conversation the second day was a lot different than the first day based upon the feedback that we heard from all of the partners in there and what they were looking for and what their problems were that they were looking to be solved. So I think, I think coming out of Broker Tech Ventures, we're going to pivot a little bit. Some of the things that I had envisioned that we may do, we'll probably not do. Um, and that's solely based upon the feedback. And I think when you're in a room with top brokers, like, you know, uh, everybody who's there and who participate in BTV and they're telling you, Hey, here's what we think would make your product better. Here's what we think may would make your product go farther and faster. And here's exactly what we're looking for. I mean, they're giving you the cookbook and the recipe. Yeah. Yeah, really. And it's, there's nowhere else to get that kind of from no. your direct audience that you're trying to serve. Exactly. I think it's pretty interesting that you, so you were not looking to join an accelerator before uh, John Jacobin reached out to you then, or? No, I was not. And I mean, maybe it's because I had blinders on and we're busy building software and tech and kind of doing our own thing. Um, and uh, I mean, just him reaching out, we weren't sure exactly what it was. And so, I mean, if you don't know what BTV is, and I think we really need to spread the word on that. I mean, it is, it is the, the best group of people that you're going to find anywhere in the country that want to help you solve your problem. We'll provide guidance. Um, obviously, they've got a funding tower there also. Uh, but I mean, as, as the people in the cohort and I talked, you, you could call all of, these, all of these firms for two years and not get in a room with the people that were in that room that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems to be an overwhelming, um, really important aspect of what they're doing. Hundred percent. So you mentioned that um, there were a few people that had already been involved with BTV that were already working with you. Yes. Um, before you joined the accelerator, are there any partnerships that you um, will be embarking on going forward, whether it be with other insured techs in the accelerator or other members of BTV that you um, that you gained from joining the accelerator? Yeah, so we um, we picked up a few new clients or people that want to pilot and test us and uh, see if they can provide feedback to improving our product. And um, I've always said this as as the designer of the software, my idea and what we built is, is my idea, but you can't be too passionate about that. Um, you need to set your feelings and your personal wishes aside. And you, what what do you want and what are you going to use that's going to help impact your business and your clients and make us a software that you want to use? And I think if you can kind of let your guard down and listen to that feedback, people will tell you exactly what they want. And um, I've I've said that in those meetings. I, I While I've poured my heart and soul into this, tell me what you want, because ultimately what you want and what everybody here at this table wants is going to make our product better. Absolutely. So talk a little bit about the culture of the accelerator. What was that like? Uh, the culture of the accelerator. So first of all, I have to give, I mean, the whole thing is a whirlwind of excitement. You come in on Monday, boom, Tuesday, boom, Wednesday, and you're out the door on Thursday. And so it is, 
it's packed from the minute you get there till the minute you leave tons of excitement. Um, the, the lead partner in Des Moines, which is Holmes Murphy, mm -hmm. they did a fantastic job of keeping us well-fed, transporting us where we needed to go. Um, they provided people to make sure that we were on track throughout the day. Uh, I had not been in their office before, but they've got a great facility for collaboration in these type of events. And, uh, I mean, I think the culture that they provided with the people there and the collaboration, everybody in the room was asking good questions. They were genuinely interested. And I know that these people have duties at their company and they're probably burning the candle at both ends, like what we were. But I mean, for two days, these people watched every single member of BTV come through and I mean, they were, they were on task. They were interested. They were concerned with what you were doing and they wanted to hear about it. So I think that your cohort was the first one that was able to do this sort of live on-site BTV mania event, yep. which is what they call it, um, since they started doing this during the pandemic. So, and, and that's, I think, what you're talking about as you, you refer to this sort of really exciting two-day experience. Um, did it, did being in person and, and, and I don't know if you have a comparison because this is the, the first time you did it. So, but I'm wondering if being in person created any sort of additional opportunities that, that may not have been there before. And so that may be difficult for you to answer since you haven't been there before, but. I, that's a, so you're right. I think it's a difficult question to answer, but I believe as much as we try, it is hard to build uh, any depth of relationship over a zoom meeting. Mm. Um, and certainly it's those where I thrive is the after hour events where you're, you know, at dinner or at drinks, or, you know, you had a professional day during the day, and now you're getting to know people on a much more personal level at night. Uh, I think those things bring value. And we've been able to connect with some of those people because of that. Uh, it, it's just, it's harder to do it over zoom. And, uh, I heard the first cohort lasted a little longer. The second one, obviously they had to pivot with COVID. Um, I thought the two day event was, I think they've really got it down. I think the two day events, great. I think people go back to work. Then you find out who you want to work with. And then from there we'll have, we'll continue to enhance the relationships that we made via zoom or some in-person things after that. Mm -hmm. So in, aside from the two day event, has there been additional, uh, work with the accelerator or has that was that sort of the focus of the, of the whole piece or they have been have they been in contact throughout the five week long period that the accelerator lasts um so i my understanding is how the accelerator is going to work is so we have the we have our two-day in-person event and then we find out or we just recently found out who wants to partner and work with us mm -hmm. uh we certainly have i think we have a monthly cadence meeting to keep on track with everybody who's there. Um, we'll be circling back with people at ITC. We just, um, we're doing the global insurance symposium. Uh, we'll be there for that. So the people that we saw at the BTV cohort, we'll see again periodically throughout the year. And uh, it's certainly not something where they bring you in, they provide a little bit of funding and they say, best of luck. Mm -hmm. um, I think these people really want to wrap their arms around this technology and they, they want to take the ideas that were there and they want to create efficiencies in their organization. They want to positively impact their clients. I think there's some insure tech startups in this group that are going to do that. 
And so everybody there is like, hey, we're going to make what we do better and what we do for our clients better. So I think, yeah, that we're not, this isn't a one and done. This will be an ongoing multi-year deal. Mm-hmm. Long-term relationships and, and partnerships coming out of the, the whole thing. 100%. So what would you tell a, a startup that was maybe thinking of trying to join the next accelerator? What, what advice or feedback would you give? I would say really clarify the problem that you intend to solve. Don't be afraid to apply. Um, the message is that you need to re- really clarify your message. Um, I think there's a lot of people that apply. And if your message isn't on point or people can't really figure out what it is that you're trying to do or trying to solve, uh, that's going to probably set you farther back in the list. So name the problem you're going to solve, who it impacts, how you're going to fix it, be as concise as possible. Uh, if you don't have insurance experience like I do, uh, I think the Global Insurance Symposium has an accelerator that may be a great segue into something like a BTV. Uh, most of the people that I met at, at BTV were, were farther along, I think, in the process mm-hmm. of what they're trying to do. And they've got some industry knowledge that's helping them grow their product. So going back a little bit to, to your work with Mod Advisor and Workers' Comp and what you all are doing and maybe what, what you're planning now since having gone through this experience and getting all that feedback from the broker community, what is, what is your sort of uh, path look like maybe over the next few years? What are you, what are you expecting to, to accomplish or change? That's a really good question. So... Um, <laughs> The feedback that we took out of BTV was huge. And so we've kind of had to take a, take a moment and sit back and digest that and sift through what, what can we do? What would we like to do? And where do we want to be at in five years? And so I think we're going to start working backwards and figure out what do we do in the next 12, 18, 24 months to give the brokers what they want and solve, I mean, just solve the efficiencies and just help create, I mean, the whole tagline of Mod Advisor is to simplify work comp and everything that we do is that passion of how can we simplify everything that we do with workers' compensation. Okay, so last question, workers' comp. It's it's an interesting line. It was, you know, seeing a lot of challenges, rates were going up, 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 and then the pandemic happened and that kind of you know, went mellowed out a little bit. So what are you seeing there? Any, any trends or thoughts on, on what's happening in that, in that product line? So workers' compensation historically uh, has, has been profitable for insurance companies. We're seeing you know, nationwide over the last five, seven years, rates have slowly ticked down a little bit. And just recently that I think they've kind of bottomed. Um, the, so as the frequency of rates are going down, and the frequency of incidents are going down, the costs are increasing. You know, medical costs are increasing, indemnity costs are increasing. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, I think businesses wanna make sure their employees are taken care of. You know, we send people home the same way they came into work that day. Um, accidents do happen, but how can, we, how can we shift that to make sure that employees are getting the right care that they need we're doing it in a humane way possible. I mean, you hear the horror stories about work comp all the time. I think there's a lot of people out there that are trying to change that. And part of what we want to do is just communicate. 
the value of a return to work program, the value of a designated physician, how we can make sure that you get care instantly rather than three days later and what those costs are associated with that. So I think there's a lot of cool things that are gonna be coming in work comp. I think Teladoc is, is it was certainly on the rise and now I've, I've heard it's kind of dipped a little bit because people wanna go back to in-person, but I think mm. we're gonna see a hybrid model of, yeah. you know, does it make sense to, to leave work and drive 45 minutes and spend an hour in the doctor's office if you can do something from home with a teledoc. Um, I think that provides lower costs and a better experience for the injured worker also. Yeah, we are seeing, the, the, it's been interesting with the, the telehealth since the, the pandemic has slowed down and people are, you know, not it's not quite as amped up as it was, but it's still such a useful and efficient tool for healthcare that you would think it would it would continue in some form. Yeah, I agree. And I just don't think a lot of people or maybe a lot of businesses, they're not even aware of all the tools and resources that are available. Mm -hmm. So no, you, you find one of those brokers who's well-versed in the industry, who's well-connected, certainly the BTV brokers are, mm -hmm. um, they're on the cutting edge of technology. They're looking for ways that they can positively impact their clients. Um, I know we just got asked to do a video for uh, a bunch of producers so they know what it is that we do so they can communicate that value to their clients. Um, I think when you partner with those type of people, you're going to probably get one of the best outcomes possible for your business. Well, Todd, it has been great chatting with you. Um, loved hearing about your VTV experience as well as what's going on with Mod Advisor. And we will absolutely look, look for you all uh, in the workers' comp world to come. Awesome, Sandy. Thanks so much for your time today. Always great meeting new people and chatting with you. And thanks for the opportunity to come on your podcast. That was Todd Tams of Mod Advisor. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. You can find more Leaders Edge podcasts at leadersedge.com.